No, you can't hear you at all. You're you're robot dicks. Vince, how are you connected? Are you on the internet? I don't know what you're saying. Unbelievable fits. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is At The Helm Sports. I'm your host, Derek Helm. Thank you for joining me for the second episode this week, episode 87. It is time. PGA is over. NFL is right around the corner. And we are recording the first football episode of the year, quarterbacks and tight ends preview for the 2023 season. We'll be going through the tiers for the quarterbacks and tight ends. And joining me, we have Mike Carpenini. How we doing, Mike? Boys, how are you now? And James Fitzpatrick. How we doing, Fitz? What's good? Let's fucking go. Oh, yeah, football season. And Dave Utnick should be hopping on soon to tell us why Daniel Jones is the best quarterback ever. But if we just get yeah. right into it, we might as well get going because it, it's football season. I'm excited. I have not been this excited to record a podcast in a while, which is kind of sad to say, but. Here we are. So if we jump right into it, basically, I mean, it's pretty easy up top. My top tier, I have Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. Now, Mahomes has averaged 4,943 yards, 38 touchdowns over the last three years. The guy is just an absolute monster. Even when we're concerned about who he's going to be throwing to, it, it really doesn't matter. So basically... I'm definitely in on Mahomes. Josh Allen, we know his upside, even with a, a hurt elbow last year, still came out pretty good. Jalen Hurts took a huge step forward. Completion percentage has increased every single year. Last year, 66% was only one point less than Mahomes, which is pretty impressive. So really took a lot of steps as as a passer last year. Actually had 20 carries inside the five. Only Jamal Williams had more at 28, and that was actually a record. So the fact that he had that many goal line carries as, as a quarterback guarantees him for me in this top tier. But Dave, since you just joined us, Thanks for joining, buddy. And and what do you think? Do you think Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts is the top tier of quarterbacks this year, or, or would you add someone else or bump one of them down? No, that's that tier is right. Um, I only caught the tail end of what you were talking about there, but you've got huge upside with any of these players here. Uh, Josh Allen finished as you know a top end quarterback and was basically limited the entire year. If he stays healthy, you can see him as QB one. Uh, Hertz, you know, still young in his career, finished as QB1, could have an even better season. And Mahomes is just an unreal talent. So, um, you know, I think you've got a pretty bona fide top end uh, group here. Fitz, what about you? What, what do you think about these three? Tier one, or, or would you make any changes? Well, first, I just want to, you know, thank you, Nick, for coming, doing his homework, come prepared. And, uh, yeah, no, this is this is I think gonna be the UNEST, you know, um first tier. Um I'll probably be a little different where I'd have have hurts over Holmes. I think uh that Eagles offense is just so stacked and hurts has just become become so good as a passer. He's such a threat, you know, as a rusher. Um I love Hurts and I'd probably add two guys into this tier with Lamar Jackson. He had a you know, bad season, but they got some some weapons around him, you know, does that rushing upside and uh, Joe Burrow, he doesn't have that rushing upside, but he's just uh, everybody. You guys know Joe Cool's my guy, so I might even put those put those guys in the first tier. But I got Hurts one, and then can't argue Mahomes, Allen. But I would uh, I'd push Lamar Jackson and maybe Burrow. Yeah, and I, I think it's important too. Just the reason for these tiers here is is just if if you're drafting just by rankings, there can be a huge gap in between guys that are back to back in rankings. Where whereas tiers, if you're drafting tier based, it's a lot easier to to say, I'm willing to take these guys here, and then maybe the next tier a, a round or two later. So I, I'm fine interchanging any of these three. I don't necessarily have Mahomes over Allen and Hertz. I, I have them all in the same tier and they're really the only three that I'd be willing to take pretty high up in drafts. Lamar for me, I, I, I do love him this year. Uh, you know, 
can make a case for him, but I, I do still think he's in tier two just because there are some questions there coming off the injury and, and things like that. And so we'll, we'll get to him there, but Mike, what, what do you think about the, the top tier? I'm not making this tier bigger. I'm making it smaller. I think it's Mahomes and Allen and then a, you know, not, not a big gap, obviously small gap. I think Hertz is right at the top of that second tier with Jackson Burrow. I'd actually move Herbert up into that one. Um, you know, just like you said, we're doing this by groups, and I just think those two are where I'm going to be okay early. I'm good with Hurts if I can get him in the area of Jackson Burrow. You know, some people are higher on fields than me, but I'm still not down on him. Herbert, like, it's top two, and then the second group is bigger. But we are talking about fantasy QB here, Mike, and, I mean, what – how do you see Jalen Hurts taking a step back from where he was last year? I mean, his rushing plus passing upside is just so high. How could you not have him with the other two? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It just We've seen seasons like that, and then they kind of teeter. Like, if, you know, if he does it again, awesome. Like, it's not that I'm going to be upset if Hurts is my quarterback here. It's just... You know, I'm looking for if I'm if we're talking like top top echelon, I think it's just Mahomes and and uh, Allen, and then you know I think Hertz falls in that second group. Like I think it's sustainable. I think he's going to do it again. I'm not banking on it like I am with Mahomes and Allen. The O line's just so good in Philly. And it is that team is phenomenal. We're yeah. going to be talking about Eagles every week for the next month. Like I I, I get it. Yeah, he's I got just, weapons I on weapons think, too. Yeah, I just think there's a very small gap there. Now, yeah, for for me, the reason Hurts actually, when I did my projections, Hurts came out number one, and I had to do everything I could to bump him down to three because it, it was he he was he was I had him projecting for for 15 rushing touchdowns for it, it's just with his rushing ability. I mean, he had a hundred design runs last year had the second most carries inside the five. So I, I think double digit touchdowns, rushing touchdowns is a thousand percent in, in the realm of possibilities and, and probably a probability. And then you had him only play 15 games, 3,700 yards and, and 22 touchdowns. I, I definitely think that those numbers go up this year also. No, completely <laughs> yeah. agree with you. The, yeah, no, you know. no, no argument for me. Like I said, hurt her, her is my number one. So, I think that's just a shitty opinion by Mike. I've got Allen over Hertz, um, but it's close. I think those two guys are closer together than even Mahomes. Not talent-wise, but we are talking fantasy rankings here. I mean, Mahomes is an elite talent on his own, but, I mean, that's not the conversation here. No, and and I I do like Allen. You know, it's – you're definitely getting a lot more – passing touchdowns from him than you are with Hertz 36 touchdowns basically he's averaged over over the past couple of years so you're getting the rushing maybe not as much as Hertz but you also do get the passing but I mean we're we're basically splitting hairs with these three here so let's move down because tier two I do have Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields that's actually my only Top, that's all, my only two in, in tier two and Fitz I know you made a case for Burrow I just without that rushing it's if he doesn't throw at least 35 touchdowns there is zero chance of him being a top three quarterback so for that reason I I, I just have him in the in the lower tier but Lamar Jackson I absolutely love as I said the only thing is is you know can he stay healthy back-to-back years only 12 games but it's it's kind of sketchy but Definitely love the hire of, of Todd Munkin, you know, coming from University of Georgia, 100% will lead to a lot more passing, wide open offense. He loves to stretch the field. So I, I think we could see closer to like 400 pass attempts, which was similar to Lamar's MVP season. So I, I think with how much more they're going to pass, I, I absolutely love Lamar's prospects. And then Justin Fields, just an absolute monster rushing uh, 1100 yards and eight touchdowns last season. And that's not even in a full season averaged over seven yards a carry. I mean, in 15 games that that's ridiculous. You, you would take that from any 
running back and and you got it from a quarterback who also threw only 2200 yards and 17 touchdowns last year but but I also think the volume could also increase for him the addition of, of DJ Moore helps tremendously for this off, offense I think if Darnell Mooney is is healthy that that's also pretty big too so I I like these two quite a bit but Mike what are what are your thoughts on this tier so you have this as a relatively small tier. I think this is a bigger tier for me. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm Hertz is right at the top of this one. I'm good with Jackson here. I'm good with Burrow here. I'm good with Herbert here. Fields, I, I, I still I have him, so I'm rooting for it. But I want to see it again. Um, yeah, I, I'm good with a lot in this area. And then I think we start. You know, I, I, I may have Aaron Rodgers right at the bottom of this tier as well. Shock. Yeah, no, so, I, I, I really tried to not say it, but I, I couldn't help myself. Like, he's going to throw for a million yards. It's going to be awesome. So again, th- this is strictly based off of tiers. So those, those, those top three. I mean, if you're looking at their ADP, you have Mahomes going with the twelfth overall pick, Josh Allen seventeenth, Jalen Hurts eighteenth. That that's ridiculously high for a quarterback. Now, if we're going to the second tier, I mean, you're you're still looking at basically third round picks. And I, I'm willing to take because of the upside of a Lamar, Justin Fields, you know, I see them with the rushing upside finishing as a top three quarterback. And th- and that's why I have them in this tier. And, and there's a little differentiation of I'd, I'd probably wait a half around for the other guys that mainly do it with their arms. But Fitz, w- w- what's your thoughts on this tier? I know you said you like Lamar. Yep. Yeah. No. Like I said, I'd, I'd probably, you know, drafting Lamar with those, you know, those other guys, you know, Hurts, Allen, Mahomes. I think um, he has the same amount of upside. Uh, we disagree on Burrow, but I just don't see. You said he has to throw 35 passing touchdowns. I don't see that being a problem for him. Um, you know, with those weapons there, and they're not. You know, they're they're an aired out team. Joe Burrow's a true. I 100% agree with you on Fields. Um, you know, the rushing upside is awesome, but. He, you know, the thing I liked about him most coming out of college was really his, you know, his his, uh, his passing game in the pocket and his decision making. And, and uh, he just hasn't had that, you know, it's been the Bears office has been painful to watch. He hasn't had any weapons, but I think the addition of DJ Moore, Samuni healthy, Cole Komet, if they open up that offense and let him, you know, throw more with that rushing upside, I 100% can see Justin Fields finishing top five quarterback. I'm in this tier, Lamar, Burrow, Fields. Um, I think you cut the tear there. But yeah, I, I definitely think Fields could take a big step forward this year. And, and you know, similar to what we saw from Hertz last year, maybe not to that extent, but I, I do think that they're, they're going to let him pass a little bit more, you know, still completed 60% of, of his attempts last year. So not terrible. So I, I, I do like what you said there, but Dave, what, what are you thinking as far as this tier goes? I got Lamar closer to the other guys or even in a tier by himself here. I like him better than any of the other other options that you've included. I think he's got the best chance of finishing as a top three quarterback of the group. Um, I think he's still got plenty of question marks with the weapons around him. Um, They added flowers, but the other pieces around him really, you know, are not that impressive. There's a lot of question marks on J.K. Dobbins, uh, Rashad Bateman, Odell Beckham. Um, but the talent is there, and the scheme is going to be there. Um, the rest of the guys I have kind of lumped into this next tier here, I'm not reaching for any of these other guys at their current ADPs at all. Are you projecting sacks in this too? Because the one thing we didn't get to touch on on Justin Fields is that team is is really bad. And, I mean, we kind of didn't touch on it before, but especially at the top end, you want quarterbacks on good teams. You want teams that are going to score touchdowns. And he might run all over the field, but he they're not getting into the end zone much. Chicago could be really, really bad again this year. But then you yeah. say then you say if they're really bad, they're, they're playing catch up. And like I said, they did put a weapon with DJ Moore. He has more weapons this year than he did last year. And they throw more, even if they're bad, you know, you can have you know a lot of fantasy points from your quarterback on a bad team. Yeah, and and that's I, I have them only projected for 922 plays and 38 touchdowns, which is in, I believe, the bottom 
five of the NFL. So I, it's not like I have them as a team projected to be very good. I just have him getting the bulk of, of, of what they have. Yep. I agree. Yeah. So let, let's jump back into that tier tier three. I do have Joe Burrow there. And so Fitz, just to kind of put it in perspective, what, what I'm looking at. So I, I, my projections, I have Burrow throwing for over 5,000 yards, which he's only one of three in my projection throwing for over 5,000 yards and 34 touchdowns. And that puts him at QB five. So that that's kind of what I'm looking at here. Cause I mean, Lamar, I don't even have with crazy numbers, basically right at 4,024 passing touchdowns, only 876 rushing yards and five touchdowns. And that puts him still ahead of Burrow by 12 points. So that that's kind of where I'm going is, is that rushing just adds so much from a fantasy standpoint to quarterbacks. But I, I absolutely love Joe cool, you know, have nothing bad to say with him. If I come away from a draft and, and Burrow is, is my quarterback, I am absolutely fine with that. I just think that his, you know, top scoring quarterback upside maybe is a little bit capped because of the lack of rushing. But as I said, you, you can't really knock the guy at all. He's actually scored. He scored five rushing touchdowns last year. So can can actually get it done a little bit with the legs just doesn't really get a lot of yardage there, but I, I do have burrow there just slightly behind Lamar really. And then have Justin Herbert last year was a complete disappointment. You know, Previously, he threw for over 5,000 yards and 38 touchdowns, so only 25 touchdowns last year. Just It it doesn't seem like that's going to be his norm. Obviously, he was playing with broken ribs for a bulk of, of the season, so should be healthier. I, I do think that the addition of Kellen Moore is cannot be understated enough. He, he led the Cowboys offense to the most yards per game twice while he was there and also the highest scoring offense in 2021. So I I do think he opens up this offense quite a bit with the weapons that he has. I I think Herbert can definitely throw for over 5,000 yards and and probably 30 touchdowns. So I I do like him too. And then I have Trevor Lawrence in this tier. I, I could, you can make a case to move him down. I just do think he does take a pretty big step forward. I think the addition to Calvin Ridley makes a big difference. And I mean, he's, he's supposed to be the next great quarterback and and we could throw out his rookie year with urban Meyer, but last year increased his completion percentage to 66%. He went over the 4,000 yard mark. I, I just think for him to take that next step, the, the touchdowns are going to have to jump up a bit, but I, I do think that he does have the upside to be in this tier here, but Fitz, go, go ahead. You can tell me why burrow should be way up there. Well, like I was saying, with uh, you know, Joe, Joe Burrow, you know, I understand and I agree that rushing upside with the fantasy quarterbacks, you know, you want that rushing upside. That's why Lamar's up there with the Hurts and Allen and Mahomes. But I just think Joe Burrow is such a prolific, you know, passer in in such a pass heavy offense that um, he can, you know, get there without rushing upside like Tom Brady did in the past. Um, like I said, that five thousand yards and thirty five touchdowns, you know, I can. 100% see that. Yeah, I can see him throwing for 5,000 yards and and pushing 40 touchdowns. I think he can get into this to this top tier. That's why I like um, Burrow so much. And then uh, just to touch on you see, you know, Trevor Lawrence. I'm a big believer in Trevor Lawrence. Also, he I think he really took that next step last year. He also has some rushing upside. They got Calvin Ridley now. Um, yeah, I like. I really really like that offense. And uh, I think Trevor Lawrence can uh, at the end of the season, you know, take the next step and be, you know, in the next year, next year. So I, I like Lawrence, um, Barrel Fields, Herbert, you, you all mentioned. So I'm good with that in the tier, but I really like Lawrence. Yeah, I actually, uh, I might look at what his MVP odds are just for shits and giggles. I mean, I, I think it's a long shot, but if the odds are, are good enough, maybe. But Dave, Dave, what do you think about this tier? I think for me, it's uh, Burrow and Herbert. Um, I understand what Fitz is saying about the upside with it, but you're also taking on and we're recording this in the beginning of August, some risk with Joe Burrow. Um, he's not on the field right now and you don't know. I mean, I don't think he's going to be out long, but he could miss games. He could be limited in a few games. And as you're projecting out quarterbacks that you want to draft here, 
obviously you're not drafting tomorrow, but it is a lot of things are going to be health dependent for him. Um, and Justin Herbert, it, like you said earlier before, I mean, he put up pretty average to below average numbers last year and was hurt from the second and third game on. So they've added more weapons. They've added to the line. They've added Kellen Moore. Um, I think Herbert uh, really could take that leap that we've been looking for. I like a lot of what uh, Justin Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is doing. Um, I think the Jaguars are going to be really a lot better this year as well. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have them, him with these guys, but I mean, if he's in the next tier below, he just missed the cut for me. Yeah, I, I was back and forth on putting him in the, in this range. And I, I just, I do think he he's that good and could take a step forward. So I, I put him in this tier, but I, I'm fine if, if anybody wanted to put him in a tier below this, but Mike, what what are your thoughts? See, most of what you, most of the guys you're talking about now were in my previous tier. Like I said, I had a big one. Um, if you're using me to transition into the next one, that's where I'm going to have Lawrence right at the top of the next tier. Um, you know, I, I'll beat Dave to it and say Daniel Jones is an interesting play there. Um, I think this is where if I wasn't a Jets fan, like I think Rogers starts fitting into the next tier here. Um, like I said, I still personally have him higher, especially if it's a six point passing touchdown league, which is what most of my leagues are. I end up, I think I'm going to have a whole bunch of Aaron Rodgers this year. Um, you know, uh, I really want to put Tua somewhere around here. Um, but you know, is, is his brain going to make it through, you know, more than three weeks at a time? Like who knows? Like it's, it's, you know, we might see Tua die on a football field eventually. Like, knock on wood, like, I'm rooting for the guy. Like, I, I but uh, it's scary watching him play, especially because he has to play the Jets twice this year. You know, they're going to get after him. Um, you know, that's kind of where I'm landing in the next tier. I'm not – if I'm drafting this far down, I'm not looking at the old men. Like, if I if I could pick him up at, for, you know, waivers or five-week fill-ins – you know, I, I don't give a shit about Dak. I don't give a shit about Kirk Cousins. Um, I don't super give a shit about Goff, Stafford, Carr, or any of those. Like, I, I if I'm drafting this low, I don't want any of those. Huh? And Sean Watson, I think he was trying to say, which also needs to be included in this tier. Oh, I thought I thought we already talked about. Yeah, Watson will be in this tier. No, nah, so yeah, so basically, yeah, start starting tier four. The reason why I put Trevor Lawrence in the tier above was just all of these guys from here on down have a number of questions and they could finish anywhere from inside the top 10 in quarterbacks to outside the top 15. Whereas I think Trevor Lawrence has a little more consistency and, and you could say is a little bit safer, but yeah, at the beginning of this tier, I would have Deshaun Watson last year was an absolute joke, but I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, he hadn't played football in quite some time, barely had any preparation on a new team last year. So now he gets an entire off season to prepare. And in 2020, the last year he played, he threw for 4,800 yards and 33 touchdowns had over 400 yards on the ground. So in this range, I'm willing to take him and, and shoot. Cause I, I do think he does have the highest ceiling, but yeah, in, in this range, I mean, this is a big big range for me because I mean, I, you, you could put, you said Daniel Jones. I think you can make a case for Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, Tua. But again, all these guys have questions, but I actually, one, I do think was, it was a huge surprise last year is I, I have Gino in this tier as well. And I definitely think he could actually repeat what he did last year. He actually finished as the QB five and he threw for just under 4,300 yards, 30 touchdowns, 70% completion percentage, which was league best completed 70% of throws over 21 yards. Also league best 7.34 air yards per attempt completed 2,438 air yards, which was third highest in the league. So, I mean, you think of Gino as, as being this pretty crappy quarterback and, and kind of a dink and dunk guy, but he was throwing bombs last year threw for 30 touchdowns. And I, I think this offense has actually gotten better. So I, I actually like Gino quite a bit here. But Dave, Dave, what do, what do you think about this tier? I mean, for me, Watson is at the top of it, if not in the tier above. Um, I'm going to go with, you know, the sample size of him being in the league, being good, 
way over the sample size of, you know, us seeing him just being atrocious with that team. They didn't mesh well last year, you know, having a full off season, full camp and, you know, getting to play week in and week out. I think you see him return to, you know, that upper level of uh, QB for sure. Uh, Daniel Jones needs to be here. He does it with his legs, does it with his arm. They added weapons. Uh, the O-line was going to, you know, be together another year together. So the unit's gotten a little bit better, although baseline is pretty terrible to begin with. Um, but we're still looking. I, Gino scares me. I, again, sample size. I've only seen him do it once. Um, I don't think I've got anybody else in this tier. I think I have Gino at the top of the next Dak and Kirk and Tua. Uh, type of uh qbs that we're getting into from you know from here on yeah and and all these guys do have a lot of questions and i mean the same can be said for for daniel jones though you know last year was clearly his best year and does he take a step back or, or does dayball help him kind of move forward you know only through for 20 touchdowns so that's definitely going to have to come up quite a bit you know so there are no questions regarding Daniel Jones. I mean, all you needed to see is him with Dable. Everything that happened in the past didn't exist. So that, that's a good point. And and sorry, I I said he threw for twenty touchdowns last year. That's what I haven't projected for this year. He only threw for fifteen last year. So that is just not going to cut it. I mean, he he obviously can get it done with the legs, but it's it's not to the same extent as as a Lamar or a Fields. You know, seven hundred yards is nice, but he's going to have to get a little bit more through the air. But I definitely think he belongs in this tier. It's just, as I was saying, just these guys have so many questions. But Fitz, what are your thoughts on this tier, if you can actually speak and we can understand you? Yeah, before my, you know, internet cut out there, I was trying to say uh, Deshaun Watson, I had him at the top of this tier. That's why where Mike was just rambling and doing his, you know, stupid Homer Jets talk, um, whatever else he was rambling about. And then, you know, you got in here talking about Daniel Jones. Uh, no, Deshaun Watson's at the top of this tier. Um, I, I think, you know, he's got, like I said, a kind of discount last year. I hadn't played football in a while. That team wasn't, you know, great. But um, I think going into the season, we know what Deshaun Watson is. And, um, you know, I think he can perform well. Um, Gino, I'm kind of scared that he turns back into a pumpkin. Daniel Jones, I'm not a huge believer in. Um, I, I'd sneak up. I do, I do. I do. I do like Aaron Rodgers, even though I just, you know, hate that he's on the Jets. But, um, you know, you mentioned Dak, too. Uh, but I'd bring Jared Goff in here. I think once you get, you know, to this, um, it's really preference-wise. But um, I think Jared Goff, whatever you shake your head, you, Nick, everyone wants to, you know, poo-poo Jared Goff. Dude pitched the numbers. He's a great NFL quarterback. I want you to sell me on why Jared Goff is, you know, in the same tier as Daniel Jones, if not above him. He's above, he's above it. He's a he's a he's why? a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. He's a better quarterback. He he's he's not. a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. He was he was freaking the all time in college at Cal. He freaking was was great with the Rams. He's consistently been a top fantasy quarterback. He's been to the Super Bowl. He's a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is right now scrub runs around. He has all the rushing upside, but like Derek said, he doesn't have the rushing upside of you know the Jalen Hurts and all the you know all the actually athletic you know quarterbacks. Um, yeah, so but that means something. I have Jared Goff. I'm not saying Daniel Jones is a top five quarterback in the league, at least not until the end of the year. But you got to tell me <laughs> why, you know, for fantasy that this doesn't make any sense. He was a top ten quarterback last year, behind Jared five Goff points. Quarterback. All right, fit fits fits. You're getting a little right. excited, and your internet <laughs> is fucking terrible. You can't understand a word mic? you're fucking saying. But yeah, J Jared Goff finished five points behind Daniel Jones last year, threw for 4,400 yards, 29 touchdowns. That's a pretty damn good season. So I, I get the case for it. I mean, they're going to have a little bit harder of a schedule this year, and he's just yeah, he but, hasn't but, played well on the road. But I, I do think you can make else, a case for him here. Is anyone else worried that everyone loves the Lions this year? Like that's scary to me. Like the whole world being like, "Oh, the yeah. Lions are is like it, a darling." Hold up, hold up. Is is it not? Is it not scary to you that everybody loves the Jets with Aaron Rodgers there? They're, they're, they're the same exact thing. The Lions and the Jets. So no, no. It, uh, you know, if you're if you're high on the Jets, you should be high on the Lions. The Lions are 
Uh, yeah, Jared Goff. They added, you know, Gibbs who's going to be a weapon. They added, you know, a legit tight end, Laporta. Goff was, like I said, you know, top 10 fantasy quarterback last year. I don't see why he can't do it again or even better. And like I said, if you're, you know, excited for the Jets, I have no problem being excited for the Lions. I don't think anyone is necessarily high on the, like, we're a circus. I think the rest of the league is, like, just kind of patronizing us. Oh, yeah, you guys are going to be. No, no, don't discount that. No, no, people are high on the Jets. I mean, said, you know, Aaron Rodgers is legit. They do have. They do have weapons. They have a good offense. The defense is great. People are high on the Jets. You, you, just don't, you just don't want that hype because you know, they're going to let everybody down. Also, another guy we didn't even bring up was Kirk Cousins, another guy that had a great year, 4,500 yards and 29 touchdowns. You're throwing to Justin Jefferson. They added Hawkinson. They added Addison. I, I do think that he could be in the conversation here at this tier. Just, you know, they're going to throw the ball uh, quite a bit. 643 attempts last year it's it's a pretty good number fourth most in the league so i do think that you can make a case for kirk cousins in this one dak prescott we kind of touched on i mean obviously the turnovers were a bit concerning last year but the guy continually throws for 30 touchdowns and, and has added with his legs, scored a couple rushing touchdowns over the past couple years. So I, I do think you can make a case for him. But I think really you're just grasping at straws at this point. Really, I think the point we're kind of making here is you you want someone in, in that higher tier. Obviously, you can get away with these guys if you have a strong, strong team and, and waited on quarterback. But I, I don't know if you really want to make a case for a lot of guys down past this so maybe maybe from here just we we can kind of go into just some dart throws maybe of, of guys we think could maybe take a step forward or, or look a little bit better than they have so mike why don't we start with you you got anyone down down the board that you think might actually be fantasy relevant this year not really uh so i'm gonna take my opportunity to say that none of you mentioned Russell Wilson this year. And if I'm not mistaken, somebody said he was washed last year. So you're welcome. Everyone. I called that shit before and everyone else was sitting here sucking his cock for moving to fucking Denver. I said he was washed. So even hold up, hold up. I, I think a big part of Russell Wilson being washed was Nathaniel Hackett, who's now with your freaking lowly Jets. So let's, let's, you're lucky you got Aaron Rodgers who can cover up for that. But yeah, I actually think uh, Russell Wilson, I was going to mention him for the dark throws here because I think Russell Wilson actually takes a step forward with Sean Payton. Um, I agree. Great offensive I agree. Coach, and I don't, I, don't, I don't think Russell Wilson, you know, forgot how to play football and is completely washed and he's, you know, he's bad now. I think that offense puts a mess. Nathaniel Hackett probably the worst thing since Adam Gase. And I think with Sean Payton and the weapons that they still have, Russell Wilson could have a bounce back season. And then I'll give one dart throw down here. Uh, Kenny Pickett. I think I like Kenny Pickett to, you know, make the second year jump for a quarterback. They got a lot of weapons over there. Um, you know, um, Deontay Johnson would have bounced back here. Pickens. Um, I like Calvin Austin. They got a good running game. They got the good tight ends there. So I like Kenny Pitt as a dart throw if you're going to wait on quarterback. And uh, Russell Wilson for a So – Kenny Pickett just basically because you like his weapons. Next year, he 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 showed something at the he showed something at the he showed something at the end of the year last year, and usually quarterbacks rookie quarterbacks take that you know that big jump in their second year. So, uh, yeah, I, no, I I I really don't see it with Kenny Pickett. I just yes, he was better at the end of the year last year, but the guy threw seven touchdowns. I mean. It was pretty pathetic over there. I, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you could you can make a case that he could potentially move forward. There, there are definitely weapons there, but it, it's a tough division. I'm a little worried on that. I do agree with the the Russell Wilson. I do think that yeah. Russell Wilson could actually have a better year. But Dave, what what do you think? You got any dart throws down the board? Yeah, I mean, I think you're talking about Kenny Pickett as like a high end QB too. Um, but I do see where Fitz is going with that another year in that offense. Uh, one obvious one I think we missed was Anthony Richardson. I mean, if he gets this job, talk about upside with his, you know, legs. I mean, the guy is going to stack fantasy points all over the place. I mean, he's just raw. I don't know how good of a quarterback he is at this point, 
but we might see like early Lamar Jackson type of season from him where he's just running wild because that's all he can really handle at this point. Um, so I throw if Anthony Richardson in that. Yes, yeah, that's if he starts, we're throwing darts right now. Um, but if he plays 17 games, I mean, QB one, you know, top 12 quarterback is completely in the realm of possibility here. So that was actually going to be my, my call. I do think Richardson, I mean, you're absolutely right. The, the, just what he could provide with his legs alone could be enough to, to be fantasy viable. And I mean, even if he's just somewhat competent throwing the ball, definitely could see a a pretty good season from him. And actually I I do know someone that actually was at camp and they said Gardner Minshew actually seemed to be a little bit concerned that he might not have the starting job and and that Richardson does look good. The guy can throw absolute bombs and lasers. So it's going to be interesting to see. I do think if he gets the job there, it's definitely someone that you could put on your bench Maybe you don't want him as, as your QB one right away, but down the stretch could be definitely usable. Mike, you, you got anyone uh, down low that you want, you want to talk about or. No, I like the call on Richardson, maybe not this year, but if you can stash him in dynasty, I think that is a, you know, potentially a monster going forward. Um, he could also be absolutely nothing. Like, like Dave said, he is raw. Yeah. Um, so if he learns to play quarterback, like there's no ceiling for the kid. It, there, there's also a scenario where he's a bad quarterback, but still a good, you know, fantasy quarterback, and it gives you fantasy points just because the rushing upside. So not like Richardson as a dart. Look at Justin Fields last year. I mean, yep. he really didn't do anything impressive as a quarterback. Still put up fantasy numbers. One other guy that I'll just mention. Sam Howell, I, I, I really liked what he did in college. And just there there are some weapons on this team. You have McLaurin, you have Dotson. Logan Thomas isn't that bad. I mean, you, you have Gibson, a pretty good running game. So I, I do think he could possibly be usable, maybe a streamer if, if you're in a two-quarterback league or, or something. You know, probably don't want him as your starter, but just someone to keep an eye on possibly. But I think that pretty much exhausts it as far as the quarterbacks go. So why don't we move to tight end? And clearly at tight end, we have a top tier, and that is Travis Kelsey. It is Travis Kelsey every single year. Doesn't matter what is going on. The man is absolutely the wide receiver one tied to Patrick Mahomes. And it's just it's ridiculous what he can do every single year. And I, I have him in a tier by himself, but does anybody disagree with that? Do you, do you think maybe Andrew should be up there with him or, or do you think it's just Kelsey? Kelsey in a huge gap. Yep. yep. Kelsey in a huge gap. Absolutely. I, I completely agree with that. Now I do in the second tier actually just have Mark Andrews. I, I think that he is the closest to Kelsey for the reason that he is the clear clear number one target on his team. I mean, 28% target share last year. He's, he's generally up near 30. So I I do think that he's standalone tier tier two, but Dave, do you think anyone else deserves to be up there with Andrews or? Yeah. uh, TJ Hawkinson. Um, I can see him making that leap um, big time this year. Um, I liked a lot of his usage once he was traded to the Vikings. Vikings, you know, pass a ton. Um, he's a really, really talented prospect coming out and is really starting to come into his own as a tight end in this league. Um, if we had to, you know, throw a dart at someone not finishing tight end one, uh, he's probably top of my list here. Yeah, I just... I worry a little bit about him just only because last year, a lot of it was just two big games that that was the bulk of his, his production. And you do have other weapons. Obviously Justin Jefferson is, is going to take a lot of attention away from him, but who knows if, is it going to be Addison? Is it going to be, who's going to fill that feeling role and that red zone role? So I, I just, yeah, it, it definitely could be, but 
that is a question. At least with Andrews, we've, we've seen it year in and year out. He is literally the option for that team. And that that's the reason why I have him as, as a standalone in that yeah. tier. And then I have Hawkinson in the next. Some guys. They added some guys in Baltimore too, you know, OBJ, Flowers, and, you know, they do open it up. I mean, I, I don't disagree. Andrew does too, but I agree with uh, – I put Hawkinson in the tier with Andrews because um, I really like I'll finish Fitz's thought then. It's, I mean, they did add actual wide receivers this year for the first time in Lamar's career in Baltimore. I mean, you couldn't name wide receiver one past few years going back. Odell's washed, but still, I mean, he's still a brand name. Uh, Bateman will eventually come back from injury, or maybe he won't. But Flowers is a huge investment in draft capital. I mean, they're actually going to have players to take targets away from Andrews this year. Yeah, I I think so. But those guys are nowhere near the caliber of a Justin Jefferson or even an Addison. Or, I mean, really, you could even put Osborne on on Baltimore and he could be the the wide receiver one there. So I I don't I don't think there's really that much of a comparison as far as that goes. But the Vikings throw a lot more than than Baltimore does. Absolutely. Market share. What about you, Mike? You, you like Andrews as a standalone in that one, or, or are you adding anyone else in there? No, I do. I'm with you, Bill. I think Mar- I think uh, Andrews is a standalone there. Um, and then I think once we get past Kelsey and Andrews, I think the world is basically in the next one. We're starting to get into the you know area of the rankings where these a lot of these guys are going to be interchangeable to me. Um, so yeah, it's Kelsey clear-cut one it's andrew's clear-cut two and then we're into the okay where are you available and where am i picking and what's going on and who do i have and blah 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 so i i think i think there's there's two other tiers before i just throw everyone in there and i definitely have hawkinson in this next one i i agree what you said dave you know i i i could definitely see him finishing up there ahead of Andrews. I just, I think it's a little bit safer with, with Andrews, but yeah, Hawkinson definitely have him at the top of this next year. And then Kittle never really scores a ton of touchdowns, but I mean, last year he, he went off with, with Purdy 11 touchdowns, you know, over the, the final couple games of the season, he, he was going off. So uh, I have Kittle there also. And then, also, I'm actually going to put Dallas Goddard here because I, I do think Hertz takes a step forward. And I, I think Goddard actually could be a very key piece in that. I, I think that he could take a step forward. I mean, if you want to, you can put him down in the next year where I have Kyle Pitts and Darren Waller. But I, I do like Goddard quite a bit this year. But Dave, what, what do you think in, in this range? I think this tier starts to open up a little bit, but, you know, not everybody, you know, in the pool just yet. Uh, for me, it's Goddard. Um, it's Waller. It's Kittle, like you said. Um, and the other one I want to throw in the mix is Evan Ingram. It pains me to do it, but he's producing. I mean, we're thinking Trevor Lawrence is going to, you know, take another step forward this year. Yes, he's got more weapons, but, you know, Ingram really showed that he can actually learn how to catch a ball um, when he moved to Jacksonville. And, you know, he's kind of on that next tier up now. Uh, Pitts is just too risky for me. I'm still he's still not back from injury or just got back from injury. And there's just so much narrative around him that's starting to concern me. So in this tier, it's Goddard, it's Waller, it's Kittle and it's Ingram. Yeah, I am a little worried about Pitts as well. This is really just, it's just at some point thinking the ability wins out, but it's definitely sketchy. But yeah, I think Waller could be similar to what he was in in the Raiders. So I I think he could have a similar target share and and be the number one there. But really, I I think Evan Ingram, I'm going to put down probably closer to the rest of these guys where I'm fine. If I have him, I just, I don't know necessarily if, if I want him 
up here with these guys. I, I do think that they're a little bit better. You know, he he did have a great year last year, 73 reception, 766 yards, but only four touchdowns. So th- that's kind of disheartening a little bit there. So I, I'm, I'm going to put him in the next tier. But, Mike, go, go ahead. I, kn- I know you said you got a big tier here. So any thoughts? I I haven't decided yet but I might be all in on the post-type sleeper on Vince. Like, I'm listening to you guys, and you're all valid. I get it. Um, but if, if this ADP keeps kind of falling a little bit, um, you know, I think that's a dart I'm willing to throw here. Um, you know, we are, to me, I think we are in the area of, you know, whatever, to be perfectly honest. Like, Hawkinson, probably high there. Waller, a little higher. Kittle, a little higher. But... You know, uh, there's we're into that area where whoever. So if I'm going to pick whoever, you know, give me somebody who a couple of years ago was more than whoever. So I, I might have taken a lot of stabs with Pitts here. Pitts, you got any thoughts on Pitts? Don't see the upside I once saw when he first came out. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with him if you can get him a little late. Like I said, I still think he's a super talented um, player, but I just don't see the upside I once I agree with you, Nick. I put Engram in this tier. Once you go, um, you know, after Hawkinson, I like Kittle, Goddard, and I really like Waller because there's just no one really else there. And if, you know, Jones is going to have to throw it, he's going to pepper Waller. So I like uh, Kittle, Goddard, Waller, Pitts, Engram in this uh, tier. And then we kind of go crapshoot. Yeah. Uh, after this tier, I think it's an absolute crapshoot. It's. I mean, I, I do like – I still think that that there's guys that, that you could have and, and they could be solid tight ends. I, I, I like Fryermuth quite a bit. You know, he, he looked pretty good last year. You, you had a pretty much inept quarterback play, but he, he still was fourth in air yards among tight ends, 8.3 ADOT. So do like that. I, I do think that you could go for Fryermuth. I think Greg Dulcich showed a little bit last year where, where he could possibly be a tight end one. Chigakonkwo, I mean, you got not really a lot of passes to go around, and with D-Hop there, maybe it, it hurts his upside, but I do think he's a guy that could get there on efficiency with, with just run after the catch and then and, and a little bit more, more yardage after the catch if, if he's only getting a couple targets a game. And then it gets a little bit scarce I mean, from there. Yeah. I mean, there, there's there's upside guys here, but grabbing a lot of these guys as my second tight end and trying to get one of the guys we talked about before and those other tiers as my first. Um, I'm just just second what you you know said there with uh, Greg Dolchich. I really liked him coming out. I think if Sean Payton could turn this offense around, you know Russell Wilson likes his tight end. Um, I really like Greg Dolchich. Probably. Anyone in this tier to finish the highest um, out, of, out of this group? I, I don't know if I really want – well, just touching on what you just said there with taking a second tight end, that's probably why you suck every year because <laughs> there's no reason to take another tight end because you can find any one of these guys on, on the waiver wire. There is literally – down down here this far where you're taking these guys, you, you should be taking backup running backs, receivers, a guy that at the end of the year could be a lottery ticket to win you a championship. These guys are doing nothing but taking up spots on your bench. For the record, I usually don't draft two tight ends. I draft one of these scrubs as my starter and just fucking roll with it. But This is true. <laughs> <laughs> but, Dave, what, what do you think down here? Anybody that, that catches your eye? And I think I, you guys covered most of them. Um, the one name you haven't come across that I'd put up a little bit higher um, would be David Njoku, uh, betting on a good offense with Cleveland still. You know, he's still talented, going to catch targets. Um, and the other one that seems to be, you know, kind of flying under the radar is Irv Smith. Um, I mean, put it this way, I want tight ends and good offenses that are going to catch touchdowns because yep. – Luck boxing your way into touchdowns is how you end up as a top 10, top 12 tight end in this league. Yeah, you know, you're attached to Joe Burrow. It can't be a bad thing. We we definitely saw Hayden Hurst have some relevancy. 
I think if you're in a PPR league and, and you're scrounging for a tight end, Tyler Higby, you know, he, he's going to get a good amount of targets and catches. That's pretty much all he's going to do is get three yard catches. But I, I think it's worth a shot in a PPR league. And then potentially Dalton Kincaid, you know, we don't know what he can be, but on, on that offense, you know, maybe they use him more as a slot than they do as a tight end. And it, it could actually be interesting. So that's a possibility. But Mike, any any thoughts down lower with these tight ends? I mean, Dave mentioned luck boxing into touchdowns when when Justin Fields was playing his best ball last year. Cole Komet caught a thousand of them. So uh, I think you could do worse if you were fishing for tight ends very late in the draft. Um, you know, and then past that, I like the Irv Smith call. Again, just if we're going to believe in Burrow, then, you know, somebody's going to there's going to be some residual, like obviously Higgins and, and Chase are going to catch a lot of balls and a lot of touchdowns, but there's going to be some some extra to go around. And, uh, you know, I think you could do worse. I'm not drafting any of these guys, but I think you could work, do worse as like a bi-week fill-in with Tyler Conklin. I think that's going to be fine. Yeah, no, he, he showed some flashes last year with terrible quarterback play, so it, it's possible. Another name to bring up, I actually think Dalton Schultz could possibly be usable. I mean, you, you got a rookie quarterback there, and he, he showed that he's definitely a good tight end. So I, I think he could actually have a little bit of relevancy on what's not a great offense, but also an offense that doesn't have a lot of weapons. So he, he could see a, a pretty large target share there. Yeah, I agree with you on Schultz. I mean, he's not too far removed from being, you know, putting up pretty solid numbers with. Uh, Dallas a couple years back and one last tight end is Gerald Everett if he can hold off Parham uh, you know stick with the theme good quarterback good team pair of tight ends with him yep well tight end is always a shit show and basically you're just throwing darts but pretty sure that that's all we got here I mean looking down the list there, there's really not anyone else I think that really sticks out too bad so Let's end it there. First uh, first football show of the year. Obviously went the way they usually do when Fitz is on and robot dicks and all that good stuff. But it, it was nice to finally talk football. I am definitely excited for the upcoming season. But Dave, any final thoughts? Uh, let's just do better next time, guys. <laughs> Mike? Uh, tune in next week when I am really, really high on Garrett Wilson. And Fitz. Have fun. You didn't even have to talk over him for that one. It just sounded like that. Yeah. I didn't even notice a difference. All right. But that's going to do it for this episode. If you are tuning in for the first time because you don't like PGA and you only like the NFL, I promise you the episodes get much better. But that's going to do it for this one. And I am Derek Helm, and remember, Stefan out there.